Hello everyone, welcome to All Things Relationship Podcast, a one-stop solution for all your relationship queries and questions. Here you will find everything from people's stories, experts on panel and some great knowledge that can help you make love real and perfect. So, let's jump right in. Uh, hey Ali, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I am doing great, having an awesome evening over here. Wonderful, I'm glad to hear it, it's great to finally connect. So, uh, Carla's here with me, uh, Carla, you want to say hi while I'm struggling with this thing? Hi Carla, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, uh, weather here is amazing, it rained just recently. How is it over there? Um, it's not too bad. Kind of hot. It rained all day yesterday here too. Yeah. Wow. It's fun to, you know, enjoy the nature now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Lee and Carla, welcome to All Things Relationship Podcast. I am so glad to have you both. Thank you very much. We're glad, we're glad to be here. First of all, huge congratulations to both of you on your 21st anniversary. I would love to hear your story, how you two met, what were your thoughts during the journey, and especially knowing that you both have went through a lot, and knowing that you both just fit in like a puzzle. That's something I only find like the dreamy perfect relationship. The perfect marriage. I I so want to know uh, how it happened and what's the magic behind it. Okay. Okay. Would you like to go first on this, or, or should I? We we'll start with how we met. Yeah. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot to unpack there. So we make sure we don't get ahead of ourselves. So <laughs> you asked how we met. I think maybe that's a good place to start, and I want to hear your recollection of it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. We actually met on how um, Halloween. Uh, they had a dance at uh, the uh, the college we went to, the University of Rio Grande. Um, so uh, we were both students there. Um, we were both um, at this Halloween dance. I was dressed as a vampire. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Lee was, uh, you know, dressed as himself. So. <laughs> 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 well, I was just right now for later, but yeah. Um, but um, so we uh, met there. I'd been kind of like yeah, dancing with this other guy, and then my roommate and I were out there dancing, and um, and she noticed uh, Lee, I think, watching me. So she said, she turns around, she looks at him, she says, hi, I'm Missy. This is my friend Carla. And then she walks away. So that was the introduction, you know, <laughs> kind of there. <laughs> Went from there, like, um, I want to hear, um, I want you to kind of um, add a little bit of your flavor to that story. Well, was, well it was, I don't know what you were thinking. First of all, I was drunk <laughs> Okay. I, I was an art major in college. I, I do actually have an art degree. Like, that's useful. 
Uh, but so I, I had been in at the art building at 11, 10 o'clock at night. I had clay and hair and, and paint stolen my clothes. I had this heavy metal t-shirt. It was like a, a band called Danzig uh, back in the 1990s. Real dark, heavy metal type stuff. And I had this concert t-shirt on. It was streaked with paint and clay and a cigarette in my mouth and I think a beer in each hand. <laughs> uh, and she was just amazing looking. And I was holy smoke, she's just, why is she talking to me? Uh, it just, I don't know, it just, it just happened. But um, it, it's, it was definitely, you know, kind of odd. I think, you know, because we came from well, a lot of similarities in, in the challenges that we've experienced. We'll get into that later. But we also came from very, very different backgrounds. So how the heck we ended up together was just pure serendipity. Yeah, yeah it really was. Um, just uh, completely, um, we grew up in similar areas, uh, similar uh, small town um, vibes. But um it's kind of like, um, I know I'm reaching back here. A lot of you millennials probably won't remember, but there was an old show called Freaks and Geeks. And it was kind of, mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. Anyway, yeah. I was more like along the geek end of that spectrum. And I think Lee was along the other end of the spectrum. But it was just uh -huh. like polar opposites, if you can imagine here. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, well, he was a little rocker, and I was um, I was uh, maybe sheltered would kind of be well, no, not really sheltered, naive, you know, kind of. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I can only imagine uh, Lee looking at you in awe. Okay, I mm -hmm. am the lucky guy today. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, we dated for for like what a month or yeah, something. Yeah, like a month. And then it just—I don't know. She was boy crazy, and she was off chasing frat boys. And, you know, but I don't know what. No, I'm well, kidding. Not right away. <laughs> So college was kind of a, a different uh, world for me. And so I think I needed to uh, go out and, and, you know, experience more things before I was ready for us to, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah, that's so, how I explain it anyway. Uh, yeah, Not uh, that I dumped you for another time. <laughs> okay, like, honestly, that's what happened. <laughs> So we're, uh, it, I, it was a day, or I'm sorry, a year, a year to the day after we, we, we split up that we ended up meeting again in the, li the college library. And uh, she just hasn't been able to get rid of me since, I guess. <laughs> okay. I think I made up. That when I we got back together, just the way everything fell together, that that, that it was it. I think I knew yeah. at that point. Not that you know everything's been all rosy since then, but you know we'll get into all that probably a little later. But you know, just that was kind of I think the point I knew was when we got back together. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Uh, well, I have not been in the situation, so I cannot, you know. Uh, Imagine how it must have flowed, but 
yeah he persisted that's so important like yeah that's uh, i believe something everyone looks for persistence is it not persistence but yeah yeah yeah, yeah i mean there has to be some back and forth some some chasing some some tension in the story because you know otherwise it's not interesting <laughs> and, and that's something it's i think it's more important for a relationship to be interesting than always to be happy because happy always happy is not really possible right it's not it's not realistic you know you want to like strive to make it that way as much as possible but uh, mm-hmm. without getting into the situation of oh well things aren't perfect right now and then you know maybe moving on or you know ending the relationship like so many people do now um and divorce for us it was just like we've weathered those times and chosen the other option to stay together and figure things out so it's <laughs> definitely like never having the expectation of perfect is uh i think where a lot of people yeah. maybe don't i don't want to say go wrong per se but i think that's uh, that expectation of perfect can kind of um negatively impact the relationship in a lot of ways if you're sure sure because we're human beings and there's no way that another human being can ever live up to those expectations so it's set up to fail from the beginning wow that's that's very deep that's uh, <laughs> i do have some big stories about that but yeah next time yeah i'm just like okay this is some big shit that happened with me i learn i learn exactly but did you guys uh you know ever get into a fight <laughs> is it <laughs> events yeah uh, oh is a pope catholic <laughs> oh My God! Do you want to start with women's history? You go right ahead. Good Lord! <laughs> We are both very big personalities, and okay. what? And neither one of us really let a lot of people into our into our our inner like really get to know who we are. Is we're getting better about it, but you know we we both. not let very many people in but we let each other in and that means uh, you know some some high energy uh, space so yeah we we're both a little temperamental i what are you why are you looking at me like that no i'm just looking are you threatening me no oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Yes, pretty much from minute one. We've always had it, but we've always, you know, once we're done, we're done pretty much. I mean, I might stew for a little bit, but let's, you know, uh, Vegas. Ooh, we've had some epic Vegas fights. Oh, my God. You could have said a city that's got that much going on and that much stimulus, uh, you know, everywhere. And, like, I don't care. 
who you put there, they're going to short out after a while. <laughs> and so yeah. we have just epic meltdowns in Vegas um, just from trying to navigate and, and find our way around and right. deal with the 100, you say the, the 100 degree heat. Uh, yeah, it happens. travel brings it out but yeah vegas is yeah i think there's been at least one big yeah we're we still can't get past having at least one you know argument during a trip but you know it's gotten better because we've traveled together so much over the last uh you know few years until covid hit so uh, we've developed what uh, what we call travels then, you know, where we learn to kind of go with the flow. Because I tend to used to micromanage things and, you know, and want to be busy all the time. And, and Lee doesn't work with that, you know, uh, with a rigid plan very well. So that's something that we've kind of had to figure out as we travel. So now we've got that balance going that we used to have. But before it would be like, Oh, we have to be busy every moment. And he'd be like, wait a minute, let me breathe. And then, you know, that would cause arguments there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, uh, one, I, I can so relate with Lee because even I'm not a fan of all this order going around. So, mm-hmm. yes, I can so relate with you, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's been all these these little things that we've had to navigate, and I think for people listening, the little things really can turn into big things, but it's just because you don't take care of them uh, at the get-go. I mean, you know, the, the simplest things like, you know, uh, if, if you miss the trash can, pick the thing up and put it in the trash can, or, you know, any of the retarded things I do. Like uh, leaving tea bags. In the yeah, like leaving tea bags in the sink. Uh, <laughs> you know, those things are, you know, if if you don't be honest with yourself and with your partner, then they can really spiral out of control and they can trigger huge fights. You know, I, I, I don't know if you've ever had this in your experience where something small will upset you and in and of itself it's really not a big deal but you're just not in a good mood anyway and it reminds you of something else that upset you and then that reminds you of something bigger that upset you and then you're in a freaking rage because you're thinking of all these things in the past that have upset you and you're tense and there's not even really anything going on that warrants all that uh well uh had we had this conversation like uh, three days earlier i would have said that okay it's all uh like i am imagining this could have been this could have been but what i know is it's nothing that bad but right. three days back i had a huge revelation so it was actually worse wow <laughs> so so yeah, I got stuck. Like it was my first experience, my first relationship, and well, I guess it was a too big a lesson to you know absorb in short period of time. 
I'm sure, taking. Absolutely. Sometimes it takes a while to, to really understand the full lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was slow to start, I guess. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I could not, could not, you know, understand the science at then. Well, it's still, you, you had talked before. I mean, you know, people, uh, do they generally start uh, relationships younger then? Yep. It's uh, no particular age, but yeah, I've seen people have a relationship when they were 14, 15. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Sure. This is an cultural difference. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. Okay. Uh, you do not have to answer this question if you don't want to. But do you feel comfortable sharing some of your previous relationship things? Yeah, that's I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, see, I don't want to be the reason for your next fight. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've already got something planned for that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, I, no. So, um,. Really, like as far as previous relationships, we've talked through a lot of them. Um, I really um, didn't, you know, really date a whole lot in high school at all. So really college was kind of when I started to date. And, you know, Lee was uh, probably one of the first people I've ever, I'd ever dated seriously. And then, um, well, with any, you know, amount of time and then um of course I kind of um you know dated dated a different people for that year that we were apart but um I think probably uh the kind of the the relationship right after Lee um was definitely uh that lasted about four months and it was definitely kind of a mistake but um I think that I uh, kind of was picking uh, that, or I think I chose that relationship because I thought that that person was somebody that I could bring home, somebody that would please my parents and like, you know, make them happy with my decision. And that I think everything to me just looked um, like a, more like the vision that I'd already seen for a long-term relationship. And I think I put expectations on that relationship that weren't there. And I think that I didn't really maybe have feelings for this person himself, but just my image that I created um, of this person. Cause you know, he didn't live up to anything. I mean, he wasn't, I don't even know where he is now. That's perfectly fine with me. Wasn't, you know, a bad person by any means, but wasn't a good person. It just really was just not, you know, it wasn't really anything, um, I think, that was built to last in the long term anyway. And then, you know, the rest of my relationships were just kind of, you know, in the moment, like, you know, meeting new people, getting to know what I liked, what I didn't like. Um, It kind of broke me out of that pattern of, of, my idea what I already saw myself with and what I I formed is the image of who I was going to be with as opposed to what I really wanted so I was able to kind of to figure that out um but really as far as serious relationships I didn't you know have a lot but they were all um 
particularly that one directly after leave was probably my biggest uh, learning experience relationship, I would say. Wow. And leave was an interesting one. So, <laughs> so yeah. I'll let you take the mm-hmm. take that away. I'm not going to. Yeah, no. Uh, I didn't really date until I was 19. Um, is yeah, for some reason I just was yeah, couldn't get the captain of the football team, you know, none of that. So it was uh, yeah, I didn't. I, I was uh, persona non grata in high school and, and pretty much in college for the most part. Uh, but uh, then I just I ran through a string of lunatics starting when I was about twenty. I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I I dated a woman who thought she was a vampire. Um, I was engaged before, but I really don't know why. Okay. Um, yeah, I did. It, that was one of those things where it was one of the real things that immediately after the ring went on, we're just like, okay, why, why, why are we doing this? Um, okay. And uh, so, uh, you know, that, that went by the wayside. And I, you know, I really, until I stopped looking, it, you know, I just was trying to, lunatics and I really wasn't actively looking when I found Carla I mean it wasn't was it not looking but it just wasn't I, I it hadn't become that conscious priority that it had been before you know somewhere growing up I grew up you got this this idea that like you are not good enough if you don't have uh, a, a mate you know, I mean, like going back to grade school. I mean, it was something that it, our weird little burg. It was, it was a. It really didn't mean anything, but it was at the same time it was uh, a huge social thing. Yeah, I can relate. Like uh, having the peers say that okay, so you are engaged, or having the parents and uh, all the elderly. You know, think you're taken, and when you live under that influence, it does impact you or how you take uh, your next step in this direction. Right. Right. Wow. Exactly. So, I don't know that my experience is quite as interesting as wow. you think, but. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can totally uh, like you know I can see uh, it feels like uh, I can see myself like uh, a few years from now because I can relate with Lee in so many ways <laughs> uh, except except getting engaged part except getting engaged part yeah, yeah, the- yeah I get that right the first time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. First times are almost never a great, you know, choice for long term. Apparently, uh, only a rare few do get this, you know, luck that 
okay the first uh starting or first step just shoots off to the moon i wonder how that would work well I, how can you have a great relationship if you don't know what bad is i mean yeah i i, I like anything we talked about that about copywriting about how you you know you, in order to be a good copywriter you need to you know take some lumps have life beat you up a little bit you know and it, i don't know yeah I, I don't know too many people who do find that you know that good fit right off the bat just anymore it probably happened more you know when our grandparents were dating yeah i don't know I don't know. My, my parents were childhood or uh, high school sweethearts, so they got they've been together since their sophomore year of high school. So yeah. I mean, there were there were um, a couple, few couples that they went to high school with. That I think were kind of essentially the same way. There's one couple that I went to high school with that's been together since you know, well, a couple couples I can think of that. Uh, were um in high school like either a year behind me or in the same you know same class or grade ahead that you know would have been together since high school i could pick it too right off the top of my head mm-hmm. so i mean it happens it just depends on you know the, the chemistry and what you're you know yeah. i guess the the plan even then there were couples that i think were together in high school and stayed together for a while afterwards and then you know i assume probably essentially grew apart you know just because of that they they grew in different directions because the the one downfall or the one thing i see about people that um, or that i would think would be difficult for me and and i did it the opposite way so keep in mind that you know um, but I think that it would just be, I think it would be extremely hard to keep a relationship going from that, at that young an age to be, it's kind of a, an accomplishment because you aren't even fully formed when you're a teenager. I have nothing like what I was when I was, you know, a teenager or even right. a young adult. Right. So, I mean, Lee and I's relationship, we've been going through our, our personalities that we've, you know, we've had a lot of growth both of us together and and we've managed to keep it together so there's um these people that get together way younger have i guess several years on us with that yeah (laughs) um that's um really interesting well uh, i am in the younger uh side right now so for me it's all okay these are so great uh you know possibilities that i can look forward to especially given uh, many a times what I would watch in uh, news channels are the scams that happened in name of relationships. So it does, you know, I I don't know how you would have perceived it as uh, someone who just, uh, who has never dated or who just started that uh, every other news you're watching at is a scam in relationship manner. It, really? <laughs> it's a, huh. There's that many scams out there. That's no, there are not. But what the uh, certain TV channels do is, they would focus on these scams and keep repeat telecasting it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 
so and since it's designed into very well hooking story and yes with that i have my own set of insecurities so mm-hmm. well <laughs> sure absolutely yeah well uh how every everyone have their insecurities so how do you deal with the yours especially you know when it is in terms of like for lee when it is in terms of carla when it is related with carla and uh for carla when it is uh, you know anything related with lee oh that's a great question yeah you want to roll with this well it's it goes back to that that honesty not only with each other but with yourself i mean we're blind to our insecurities to an amazing degree i mean you know i'm, I'm i just turned 47 and i'm still just peeling layer after layer after freaking layer uh of stuff that i've carried around you know since i was uh, a toddler you know or a teenager or whatever um and so you know you have to realize that the other person really isn't aware of the behavior that's exhibiting you know that's that's coming from those insecurities and yeah that in most cases they really are doing their best to deal with it they may not know how to deal with it and sometimes you're going to know you, you have a pretty good idea what the solution is but they're not ready to hear it yet and you have to be okay with that because they have to get to that process in their own time you know the insecurity their insecurities are not yours and you can't expect them to deal with theirs the same way you deal with yours um respecting each other's way of dealing with that uh you know in in so far as it's not abusive right. toward you i mean you know for reasons you know pretty i all for you know protecting yourself as well but you know patient being patient with your partner and just like look i'm not always going to understand what's going on or what you're doing or, or why but you know i'm here to be supportive and that's so important because it's easy sometimes for um Yeah. It's, it's easy sometimes to misinterpret um your spouse's actions I think when they're dealing with their um insecurities in a way that's different than you because you I I know for me I like tend to go oh no what am I doing wrong and so I've had to learn to stop myself and say you know okay what's really going on here and then when he in talking about it and when he explains it to me i i've learned to accept it where i used to you know and i still battle with this sometimes i just i sometimes just internalize it on me like i think oh it's me i'm the reason he's upset i'm the reason he's behaving like this so i really it's really a lot of conscious um I guess um reinforcement of what's reminding yourself really what's going on instead of internalizing it or you know making it into an argument because I know that sometimes those um, when we're dealing with insecurities and we're not really talking to each other that you know 
we're a little bit more susceptible to arguments then because of uh, our outward demeanor during that time. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, like can I use the example? Like, uh, sure. Lee tends to talk to himself a lot. And um, it's when he's dealing with something or working something out in his mind or whatever, he's always, um, you know, it's it's very common for him to um, to talk to himself. Usually he has headphones on and then uh, sometimes I'll think he's talking to me and then he has headphones on. So when I ask, he's he can't hear me and so it's just a matter of of really like stopping and, and assessing the situation instead of like automatically flying off the handle like oh he's mad and he's not answering me and you know <laughs> when really it has nothing to do with me at all you know he's just trying to work something out in his head and, and it's you know coming out of his mouth but he's got the musical and so he can't he has no clue that i'm even aware of what's going on or that there's anything going on with him at that point so that's a great example thank you I, and i mean that because you know it, it's those things that you wouldn't think of because i you know i i grew up as an only child i didn't have any brothers or sisters so i i lived in my own little world so to speak uh you know and i still do to a large degree i really don't have that much interest in the world around me it just you know i kind of live in my own little creative bubble a lot of times and uh, you know it's very easy to misinterpret that um you know i i suck at social cues you know just for that reason because i just don't really you know, I'm, I'm tone deaf as to how I come across sometimes, but fortunately, uh, you know, she's putting the work into being able to, to interpret Lee. Yeah. And, <laughs> and vice versa. You know, so it, it's, you know, when you, when you take that ego out of it, that, you know, that need to control the relationship, to control what your partner is going through and how they respond, then you have room to actually be grateful for and appreciate the person that you're with. Yeah, I, I, you know, I can uh, understand the emotions that uh, are coming, that are behind this, uh, that feeling okay yes uh, this is the person for me and i will work it out let's work it out together that feeling exactly. of, uh, yeah i i you know i earlier used to wonder okay how can anyone you know stick even after so many things have gone wrong but after even uh, parts of experience have had i know that yes some are capable of sticking together as I hear your story, I know that it's not as rare as I thought. Or, well, even if it's rare, I know that I'm in good company. Well, uh, what do you mean by, by, by being real? But are you talking about that, that, uh, that idea of the, the relationship that's happy and, and harmonious all the time? No, uh, 
well that is a part of it like uh, having a harmony is uh, always important but being real is when you even have fights you are not you know always just giving up okay i can't handle this you are uh, instead okay let's see what's the case here okay maybe it's it's just in my mind let's talk it out maybe uh, you know uh, he needs some time or she needs some time so uh, we'll talk after you know after some time so mm-hmm. that uh, they are able to also get their thoughts in order so that uh, it's not a mix up of emotions from some other situation into this situation absolutely absolutely that's that's critical uh, and that's you know kind of going back to that what I was talking about earlier that I tend to call mushrooming. You know, if you, 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 I, I, I forget and I leave the tea bag in the sink and then she sees the tea bag in the sink and then she thinks about uh, how I forgot to take the trash out last week and then she thinks about how, uh, you know, what a mess my office is and, you know, how I leave my socks everywhere, and, you know, that thing I did 13 years ago on Tuesday night about 9.15, and then, you know, it just, you know, you get, then the emotions take over, and you're screwed. Um, But keeping that compartmentalized and deciding, like, look, no, this is an isolated thing, and, you know, uh, we don't need to bring in every other thing I've ever gotten upset about. Right. That right. this person has done, real and imagined. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, I admit that I do that sometimes. Like we I all do. Like, you know, stuff up. Yeah. yeah. You get into a knockdown, drag out fight. <laughs> like, that, that's the thing. It's just, we kind of have that. Uh, policy if we really get into a slobber knocker that uh you know it just when, when we're done it's just sealed up and shipped off yeah. so to speak because we can say a lot of things that we really really don't mean but we feel uh like we have to defend what we think is right and Nishat, let me tell you that the fundamental problem with the world has never been good versus evil. It's always good versus good because everybody who ever goes into a fight does so thinking that they are absolutely right. And that goes for relationships. Yeah. You know, it's that you, you, you know, my perspective, I'm right. This is reality. When all you're doing is seeing the same event, the same events, the same circumstances through two very different lenses, and no one has a true picture of what reality is. And that's usually a good time to take a break and let each other cool off when when it becomes not about what you were even arguing with be, to, <laughs> or arguing about to begin with, but it could the argument has become solely about being right and making the other one feel like crap. That's it. <laughs> so. 
that's that was I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. So when that happens, it's a good time to kind of like separate for a little bit, like not like you know move out of the house, separate, but like you know go into separate rooms or go do something else for a while, and like you know, and sometimes there'll be like a little like um, mm-hmm. random amounts of gunfire after that. You know, it's like you know, pop your head in and be like, well, "Why did you?" You know, and then it starts up for again oh, for a minute. God separate again but no usually if you it usually if we walk away and give each other uh, um, plenty of time for both of us to cool down then we can sit down and talk about what really happened and then be done with it but, yeah <laughs> wow wow like okay i i do recall uh one of the posts that lee had put that even after all the things i do i was never thrown out of the house to sleep on the porch so <laughs> <laughs> yep exactly that's exactly it it's you know and and that's what it's about we I, I wouldn't change a thing but you know not every day of our lives together has been wonderful but you know i, I wouldn't want to go through this journey with anybody else Right, me neither. I don't think anybody else put up with either one of us. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's amazing. Choosing each other every day, like I cannot comprehend uh, how amazing it would be to have someone like that in your life who chooses you every day, twenty-one years and counting. Well, we've been very fortunate. We have. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, this is uh, this is a bit of personal question. I'd say. Can I ask? I I might just cut it out of the podcast. <laughs> uh, well, okay. What well, are you up for a personal question? Yeah, that's fine. How much post did you get? No. no. Uh, sure. Go right ahead. Uh, how? How did you two deal uh, when you were, you know, aware that Arya got ill? Um, I think because we found out that she had something wrong um, at birth, pretty much. They noticed that um, the heart issue um, when she was a day old mm-hmm. and then um, she went over to Children's Hospital for more testing. So she was taken um, you know, I don't want to say she was taken away like all the mean doctors, no, but no, she was, uh, there was some separation, uh, between her and I, cause I, uh, delivered cesarean. So I couldn't leave the hospital just yet. And she was transferred to a different hospital so she could get the best care. Um, or what, you know, we in both hospitals have presented to us as the best care. So, um, they kind of, um, during those next few months, uh, layered in did a bunch of testing and figured out you know what all was going on so really it was kind of a a slow thing for us she was she was sick since birth and there were definitely little uh flare-ups little things going on during those years um she had surgeries um she'd uh, had an infection after her open heart i do believe you know just different um circumstances so we've had many years to um that we've really been dealing with it and um i think lee was a little bit more um 
I guess, aware of the possibility of death or I think I kind of looking back on it I think I was a little bit Pollyanna about it like I was kind of I kind of hazed over just thought oh yeah it's all going to be okay um and then she had just gotten sick so quickly and we couldn't figure out what was going on and it just I, it just uh happened so slowly but then happened so fast because what had happened um she picked up an infection um, and got very sick with it and where um, her, a lot of her organs were compromised anyway because of her virological syndrome, you know, her liver and, and heart. And she had issues with both of those. And, and so it attacked her a little bit more where she was already sick, you know, a little bit more bigger, um, a little bit, it was a little bit tougher on her to save us and maybe a kid that didn't have those issues. Mm -hmm. And so it was just uh, kind of, it, it all went so fast there at the end. She was in a private room and then the next thing we know, she's in the ICU and then things got very, um, her condition went south very quickly, um, I guess. And so it was kind of a lot for us to deal with because we knew she'd been sick um her entire life um and just the way things happened i don't think we had time to process how sick she was necessarily before the day that she passed mm -hmm. or well the night before but right. um so it's kind of a um uh, it was a lot for us to deal with i mean i'm not like we had to um uh, our marriage wasn't probably in the best state. It was probably in probably one of the worst spots that it had been at in the whole 21 years we've been married before mm -hmm. she passed. So we were like, I mean, the, we talked about separating. We talked, you know, things weren't great there towards the time that she died. So um, it was kind of, uh, we... I think decided we wanted to toughen up and stay together because we were the only ones that could understand what it was like to lose Aria. You know, that was our child. Nobody else, like everybody processes losing a child a little bit differently and everybody has their own unique way of handling it. And, you know, we, um, I think we're able to kind of talk and like be there for each other and, and help and lean on each, we were able to lean on each other and be there for each other at the same time. So I think it really strengthened our marriage, which I don't think happens a whole lot, <laughs> you know, when people lose a kid, but right. I think that's kind of what had happened with us. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, it was, that was a long, long process. Um, how strongly you to uh, handle it i i i can only look forward to you that i can you know be even a quarter of that strong maybe i'll i'll be a different person already uh, that's uh, like uh, i cannot comprehend what all you two must have gone through and with that, you you stayed with each other. You didn't give up on each other. I I I completely remember uh, you once posted uh, when you were totally uh, you were staying numb all the time so that uh, you could run away from the pain and 
only for Carla, you decided, okay, no more. I'm done drinking. Yeah, That's- yeah. You know, we, we both had to, you know, look at where our lives went, you know, because for that, the, first, the first year after losing a child is just, uh, it, it, it's just devastation. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, so I dealt with it you know, by drinking very, very heavily, yes. And, you know, it's, you know, it was, without her, I wouldn't have been able to get out of that. You know, because, you know, you have to have a reason. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Uh, and what better a reason than the person you love and are with? It's... uh it's a common saying the person who loves you becomes your strength and the person you love becomes your motivation and when you have both your strength and your motivation you can become unstoppable and i can see you both you did reach that unstoppable no we will be there for each other no matter what happens thank you uh, to our listeners, that if there's one thing you're going to take away from this session, yes, uh, take care of yourself and your partner. And I don't think anyone can teach you better than these two, and especially with an example. I don't know what to say right now. Even I'm I'm so overwhelmed knowing uh, what all you have to go through. But, 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 okay, with that, with that, let's go to the happy parts. Uh, what was your <laughs> last vacation? Oh, we Vegas, right? Yeah. That was uh, last year. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. 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 We had to cancel our Vegas trip. What? Twice? No, no we were going to do a cruise and then that went yeah. south and then we were going to do Vegas. And that's just, just, we're not, I don't know. Probably. Okay. For for me, for me, I I don't know Vegas as well. For me, Vegas is like okay, you go there to get booze and girls. I I really wonder what were you doing there. Oh what well, now? It's, it's right. Everybody thinks it's gambling and and women and and drinking. Um, but there's museums. Uh, there's you know what else? There's all kinds of stuff. I mean, the 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 casinos themselves are like. Uh, like theme parks, yeah, um, uh, yeah. The art galleries. Uh, you can go indoor skydiving. You can race an exotic Maserati, like a Maserati. Uh, wow! Uh, you can go in the desert, which yeah. you know, which for us, I mean, the 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 Southwest U.S. You know, the Sahara Desert is just such a peaceful place. To get away from the city, and and just stand out, and there's just you can see forever, and it's a quiet that I've never experienced before. 
it is really uh, an amazing place because you can go outside of Vegas a little bit and have an experience like that yeah. in the desert. But then I love the feel of the nightlife and the vibe of Vegas, just um, observing and feeling the energy and just being in that kind of that exciting environment for me. Um, and of course, there's so much live entertainment too. I love concerts and shows and, and just going out and doing things. So to me, it's like a very exciting place. You know, it can be stressful too, as we talked about earlier, but yeah. an exciting place. Well, not now. There's starting to get a little bit more back, you know, concerts and comedy shows and, and, and all that. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't drink at all and I have no problem being in Vegas. It's just, you know, it, it's there, but you just kind of learn to see it as part of the scenery. Yeah. Yeah. And usually it's making people funnier because they're drinking and they're funnier. Oh, people, yeah. And I don't have to wake up with a headache. Right. right. <laughs> Everybody else is going to be waking up with a headache and it's yeah. not you. <laughs> I would suggest one thing, like, uh, uh, since I know that you would prefer solitude, you know, staying with each other above going out with a group and partying. Uh, I'm not sure if you have tried, you know, lying on the grass and looking at the stars and in the middle looking at each other. Oh, yeah. We need to do that more, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Here in Ohio, we don't get too many starry nights, at least not in the city. You know, it's, it's, you're lucky if you can see any of the stars. That was another thing that I loved about the desert, though. Mm-hmm. You could actually see the stars. Yeah. The last time I really... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, Michelle, well, thank you so much for uh, giving this, this, this opportunity to, yeah. to talk about our day-to-day lives, it's uh, always fascinating to see that people find uh, us interesting and and we hope that somebody's gotten something out of this. (laughs) Okay, uh, there's one last question that I ask everyone. What would you suggest someone who is starting out? Or what would you suggest uh, 20-year-old Lee or 20-year-old Carla as they are starting out in their journey? Well, um, always remember that when you're going into a relationship, it's it should be because you love the person the way that just the way they are, um, and that you're not going into a relationship to change somebody. You're going into a relationship to grow with somebody. And so um, I just ask that people remember that, that, you know, some uh, your your spouse, your significant other, isn't what, isn't all about what you want them to be or what you want to make them. They're about them. And, you know, you have to um, be with somebody because you truly love them the way they are. And not, um, and not because you want to change them or think that you want, you want to change them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, I, I would say that, that you, you, a, a relationship does not fill anything within you uh, in terms of, you know, they, they people 
seek relationships because they have some need, some hole, some hunger within themselves that they're not complete without a partner. And that's not true. That's not true at all. And two incomplete people just make a mess. Wow. That's uh, that's really profound. Two incomplete people only make a mess. I I I wonder uh how I wonder how many uh relationships could be saved if people only understand this. I'm wow. sure the I'm sure the the world littered with the uh, remains of incomplete people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They they find their solace or their completion in the other person. Right. Like right. Uh, the literal soulmate. Okay, they will. Fill the missing part of my soul. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. You know, you you complement each other. You amplify each other. Right. A relationship's a bonus and not a a must to be in who you are. Wow. Thanks. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, for sharing everything. I I. Cannot thank you enough for sharing your time and your story with me. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Carla, for uh, sharing uh, everything. You know, this this is probably the best experience I can hope for someone. Okay, I look at my partner and I'm motivated to get better. I have to get better for them. and you are doing that perpetually now i i don't know how to put it any way better <laughs> no worries no worries for the perfect way thank you thanks a lot lian carla because uh, see it's it's such an amazing story that you two have especially when you know you two didn't give up on each other ever you were each other's you know the pillar of strength and the motivation to grow and get better and especially the part where you two choose each other every day i can only imagine to have anything closer love and the support only grows in upcoming years once again a lot of congratulations on your 21st anniversary have a great day ahead Thank you, you too. Surely.